Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Blackfoot Communications is actively supporting the communities we serve across Montana and Idaho. We are installing hundreds of miles of fiber in our service territories, increasing the broadband experience in our rural communities. We are delivering remote workforce solutions for our business communities. We are creating new, innovative solutions for our local entrepreneurs and enterprise organizations. Learn how your company can benefit. Call today at 541-5000 or go to blackfootbusiness.com. Blackfoot Communications. Connect to more. Hey, welcome to your Friday. Hopefully you're off work early. Maybe you're just going to work. It is Missoula, after all, so I know that there's a, a variety of different work schedules around the Treasure State and around the uh, city of Missoula as well. It is 1029 ESPN Missoula. We're also broadcasting to you live statewide SWX Montana Television. It is Nuanez Now, your one-stop shop for all things sports and pop culture from around the entire state of Montana. Got a big show for you today. No guest host for the first hour. Kyle Sample is going to swing by in the second hour and he will be joining us to talk a lot of NFL. He's got some thoughts on the San Francisco 49ers and potential quarterback movement there. Also, the loss of Robert Saleh, the defensive coordinator, and uh, a couple other things, too. Obviously, it's championship weekend, so we'll get into all that as well. Big night of hoops, so we'll get into some of the scores from around the Treasure State, around the Big Sky Conference. Last night, Riley Corcoran will join us here in, oh, about 10 minutes. We uh, also will have our regular Friday segment, Chick Who Does Not Know Sports. Chick Who Doesn't Know Sports with Carolyn breaking down Tiger Woods, the new documentary. If you haven't seen it, it's excellent. And so we will uh, be getting into some of the ins and outs of that. She also has a couple other good things to share with us. We'll see her from Brooks Nuanas, SkylineSportsMT.com breaking down NFL Championship weekend here in the first hour. And we have another Student of the Week. I'm getting caught up on my Student of the Week's Mattress Firm Student of the Week. Uh, it's every single week. We missed a couple when we were on vacation, so I'm re- making the rounds and catching up with those. We had one yesterday, Christine Funk from Shoto. We'll also have one today, Ryan Dolan. She's a junior at Billings West High School, so we'll catch up with her as well. 
But it's a Friday. You already know it is. So that means we got to get ready for the weekend with your Florence Coffee Company coffee break. I'm actually not drinking coffee today. I had a coffee this morning. I'm doubling down, but I'm doing some tea. They tell me that's more healthy for me. I usually save my coffee till the afternoon, but i uh, got a big day tomorrow going skiing for the first time in a long time. So I want to sleep well tonight, but you can stay up late because it is a Friday. So there's a Florence Coffee Company kiosk near you, no matter where you are. Go hit them up. Before we get into this around the big sky, when it comes to basketball, we have to say uh, a moment of farewell for Hank Aaron. Hammer and Hank, one of the greatest hitters of all time. He passed away today at the age of 86, and hard to say anything but a life well lived. Hank Aaron, I don't really know why, doesn't get mentioned as among the greatest baseball players of all time right off the top of people's tongues. People will get there when you're talking about the greats in the game. But it seems like modern era players sometimes, uh, you know, recency bias plays into it for sure. But sometimes it seems like even the Willie Mazes of the world, who's a great player, awesome player, Mickey Mantle, Joe DiMaggio, Babe Ruth, they all are mentioned before we get to Hank Aaron. You know, Ty Cobb. I mean, some people even think Pete Rose, the all-time hits leader. And, And on down the line, so many names seem to pop up before we get to Hank Aaron. And Hank Aaron, statistically, I think is unquestionably the greatest offensive baseball player that's ever played the game of baseball. He's not just the true home run king, and this is coming from a Barry Bonds guy. He's not just the true home run king. If you took away all of Hank Aaron's 755 home runs, he still has the 29th most hits in Major League Baseball history. He still has 3,000 hits. This guy was a pure power hitter, drove in over 100 runs 13 times, had more than 35 home runs 14 times, yet he still hit 305 for his career, and he still had 3,000 hits outside of his home runs. His total bases, more than 6,500 total bases. That'll never be touched. They will never be touched. I promise you, there will be no one that touches that. More Scored more runs, drove in more runs than anybody in baseball history. So when you're remembering the greats, and baseball is a statistically driven game, that does have statistical analysis when it comes to remembering those greats. Please, remember Hank Aaron. He deserves it. He is absolutely one of the greatest players that has ever played and ever graced a baseball diamond. And you have to wonder, I mean, I thought that Robert Chase, program director from the trail, uh, I thought he made a great point when he was talking to me earlier about this. He's a great baseball fan. I always bounce my baseball ideas off of him. But he was saying... Hank Aaron, in the era that he came up in, he, uh, and if you know anything about Hank Aaron, he, he carried himself with such great class, with such great grace, but he was not the outspoken or boisterous or social activist type athlete. And so the, the generation that he was in, that included Muhammad Ali and Bill Russell and Wilt Chamberlain and the like, certainly those guys had a lot more um, camera time. Than, than Hank Aaron. And I, and I just wonder if that impacts people's remembrance of Hank Aaron. So when you, I just hope that people out there do appreciate the, the hammer. Hammer and Hank, gone today at the age of 86. And uh, hard to say gone too soon because it was certainly, no question, a life well lived. It is new on us now, 1029 ESPN Missoula. And now it's time to get into some Big Sky Conference basketball from around the... Treasure State, four teams from around the Treasure State.
played last night. The Grizz men, they got a big win at Sacramento State, 78-66. The Montana State men also got a big win on the road at Northern Arizona. The Bobcats remain undefeated. They won at NAU, 62-51. The Lady Grizz, they shot the lights out at home in their first Big Sky Conference home game on the way to 90 points in a 90-77 win over Sacramento State. And the Montana State women also played their most complete game in a 79-56 win against NAU in Bozeman. We're going to start with the Grizz. We're going to call Riley Corcoran here in about oh, four minutes. He's going to join us. And uh, But the Grizz last night, they scored more points against a Division One opponent than they have this entire season, 78 points. That's also the most Sac State has given up. Grizz entered this game averaging just 60 points per game in league play. And uh, they outdid that by almost 20. And the Grizz also... Uh, excuse me, Sac State also entered the game leading the league in scoring defense, and they gave up more points than they have in a really long time. So that was a really good win by Montana. I thought Travis Takir, he adjusted his rotation. He inspired his guys. Chris got 55 points off the bench, including 22 from Kyle Owens. Kyle Owens has been a starter almost this entire year, and instead uh, he comes off the bench, but he scores a career-high 22 points. Robbie Beasley was great, 17 points, including 10 of 10 at the free throw line. He remains perfect from the stripe so far this year. The one starter in double figures was Brandon Whitney with 14 points. And then Mac Anderson, the lone Montana guy on the roster, Bozeman, Montana, he had a great game, 5 of 5 from the floor, 12 points. And uh, it was a huge win for Montana. We're going to get a little bit more into the Bobcat game a little bit later on, as well as some of the women's games. But we will give Riley Corcoran a call here in just a minute. But just briefly on the Montana State win at Northern Arizona, Jarrell Bello, 14 points, Xavier Bishop, 12 points. And Montana State, they just keep finding ways to win. They, uh, they used to be, it used to be they either played really well offensively. That was the only way they could ever win. They had to outscore teams. But now in second year under Danny Sprinkle, they're really locking people down. They really figured out a way to grind out wins. And uh, now they're sitting there at 5-0 in Big Sky Conference play. First time in 15 years they've been 5-0 in Big Sky Conference play. First time they've had a six-game winning streak in 16 years. We're, we're dating all the way back to the Mick Durham era here for the Montana State Bobcats. So this is a great start by Danny Sprinkle's team. Uh, we'll see if they can sustain it. They still have not played some of the upper echelon teams in the league, but they strengthened their hold on first place in the league last night because Eastern Washington also lost to Northern Colorado. So Bobcats sit alone in first place in the Big Sky Conference. But the big news, particularly in the city of Missoula here and around the league, I mean, I think that last night was an eye-opener for the rest of the league because the rest of the league has not been used to seeing the Montana Grizzlies struggle, and they had struggled early on this year. Two and four in league play, lost those four games by a total of eight points. But last night, they left no doubt. They were able to uh, take the lead. They gave it up for a brief minute out of halftime, and then they closed this thing, and uh, they actually won going away. They kept building upon the lead over and over and over again. And there was only a few humans on planet Earth that had a courtside seat to see it. One of them, Riley Corcoran, voice of the Grizz. He joins me every Monday and Tuesday right here on Nuanas Now. And he's also down in Sacramento right now working his tail off and giving you all the great call for the Grizzly Sports Radio Network. And he was there at the game last night. Riley, thanks for taking a minute for us today. And a resounding win for Montana. I, I, th- I thought maybe their breakthrough might be in the fashion of a close victory because they played so many close games but this one they let Sacramento State climb back into the game tie it about four minutes into the second half but then they put the pedal down pushed the lead to about 10 and then they just pretty much continued to extend it all the way until they had a 78-66 victory your initial impressions on Montana's win last night well it was very impressive I guess would be the first two words that would come to mind for me it looked like a different team out there Coulter and I think that you could see in every 
was kind of listening and watching. It was a different flow of game, and I think that we're going to get into a lot today and, of course, on Monday, the change in offense that Coach DeCure went with is we all knew going into the year, right, that the bigs were going to be the strength of the team, and that's a little bit kind of different for Coach DeCure going through the post a little bit, and it seemed last night they had three guards on the floor most of the game, and that was the huge difference. It spread out the floor. Um, it cleared up the lane, and I think you can see the athleticism, right, of Brandon Whitney, a Robbie Beasley, look at their free throw attempts because those guards were able to get to the free throw line 20 times. And there was just a lot of things that went along with it, but the flow, the pace, and to do it against the best defense in the big sky and one of the top defenses in the country just made it that much more impressive. I really do think, Coulter, it was a breakthrough moment for his basketball. The new offense is, a, is an interesting fold, too, because when Travis DeKeer said that in your postgame interview, I had thought to myself during the game, ha, huh, they have some new folds to the offense. They have some new actions. And we've talked about how this offense is basically the same scheme that Travis DeKeer has been running for a really long time. But they did. They added some new elements, and it seemed like it was able to free up their guards quite a bit. And they also made some alterations to the rotation as well. How important was that element, though, the latter, the alterations to the rotation, bringing Kyle Owens, who's been – among the Grizz' best statistical players so far this season, bringing him off the bench, how much do you think that just helped give a shot in the arm? Because 55 bench points, that's an amazing thing. And it is the most. We're still trying to look back through the archives, myself and Nick Hallisey in our hotel room as we're cooped up here in Sacramento today. But that's the most bench points in the Travis Secure era. And I think you're right, the jolt of energy. And Coach Secure, he hinted at it very lightly, just kind of wakes the guys up a little bit. And it's very rare. I think you've got to go back a long time. Well, who puts their leading scorer and rebounder coming off the bench? That's what Montana did. And Kyle Owens a bit of a misnomer because he ended up playing 35 minutes anyway and got into that groove. But I, I think the rotations were a little bit more crisp. And not to, to pile on on anyone that didn't play enough, but you could just see the heavy guard emphasis. Josh Bannon played only 15 minutes in the game. A lot of that is going to be matchup based. But the rotations were different. They were crisp. And another guy, too, Coulter, that might not show up on the stat line that had a really impressive game was Cam Parker. He had a season high in minutes on the floor. He played 32 minutes. He was the one that was able to drive and kick. We all know his passing ability when he came over from Sacred Heart. Yes, there's been some turnovers, some uh, some miscommunication between him and the players, him and the coaching staff, but last night was his best game in a Grizz uniform. He only scored four points, I believe, but he had seven assists. That's a high against a Division One opponent. And again, seven assists to just one turnover. That was the big thing. Coach Takira, as you know, as a former point guard, he's tuned in to those key statistics. Assist to turnover ratio, turnover margin. Well, finally last night was the first time all year the Grizz committed fewer than 10 turnovers. And Cam Parker deserves a lot of credit for that, only having one in 30-some minutes of action. Another big storyline. Because we've seen this rotation kind of in flux, and we've seen guys that have moved from the starting lineup to the bench back and forth. But one guy who hasn't got hardly any tick at all, particularly in Big Sky Garrett's play, is Mac Anderson, the only Montana native on the roster. But he came ready to roll. I know he only played 15 or 16 minutes last night. He did battle some foul trouble. A couple uh, questionable calls there for Mac that kind of got him into foul trouble. But that's here nor there. And I thought Coach Secure uh, gave such a great quote about Mac Anderson that was so revelatory of the team as well. He said after the game to you on your postgame show, he said, he's a Grizz all the way through. The toughness, the readiness, he's about it. 
That's the thing I gave these guys a speech about today. When we have when we have been good and we've been accomplishing the things that we put in front of us, we've had five guys who have been about the things that are meaningful to us as a program. And Riley, you and I have been talking about this team quite a bit. And, and I thought that last night was a huge turning point, not only, only in the tangible results, but I thought what Travis DeCure told you in the postgame was so important. He, he basically said, hey, we haven't had a team where there isn't veteran leadership to show the young guys the way. Even in last year when they were a pretty young team, they had Saeed Pridget to teach the young guys. Before that, they had a veteran-laden squad with five or six seniors. And it's always there's always been a guy who knows, quote-unquote, what it means to be a Grizz, to show other guys along. Well, now, one of the only guys that kind of knows that notion is Mac Anderson, and he's not a star on the team. He is a great role player. He is a great teammate. But he's not a guy that necessarily is going to get all the headlines. But even then, he is a great leader, and it seems like leading by example, that could really resonate with some of these young players. So, do you, I mean, do you feel like the fact that Mac Anderson did wait his turn and then was able to show that uh, by, by having such a great performance with 12 points off the bench last night, that can influence the rest of the squad? Spot on, and I think it's such a microcosm of what Grizzly basketball is going through. You encapsulated great. You really did. SkylineSportsMT.com, your recap, because every that Coach Secure was talking about in the pregame, and I know that we were going back and forth too. It's one of those every time you think maybe you can doubt Grizzly basketball or Coach Secure, they come up with a performance like this because the message all week to this team was it's about the squad. You don't want any individual stats, and that's really was the difference against Northern Arizona when they were able to falter. It's about team first mentality, about guys like Ahmad Rory, the Mike Ogines out there that could have went somewhere else and averaged over 20 points per game and been the star, but you sacrifice a little bit individually for the collective team goal, and that's what Grizzly basketball has been about under Coach Secure and what has led to all of the wins, the success, and everything in between of being the class of the Big Sky Conference. Last night was the first time that it felt like it was a true team aspect all the way through. And Mac Anderson, to have the game he did, he played season high in minutes. Coulter, he had 13 points in 10 games this year, and he comes out with 12 last night. He was a difference maker. He had a block on one end of the floor, a couple of dunks. And you're right, this embodies what it means to be a good teammate. There's a week, There might be weekends in the Big Sky play where he doesn't even see the floor. Then be able to have that performance when your number is called. When the Grizzlies were down a man in D.J. Carter-Hollinger and also on Michael Seven in foul trouble, the fact of the matter is they needed back Anderson. And then you just throw the cherry on top that he is the only Montana player on the roster and just kind of sums up what Coach Secure's message has been. It's been very fitting. And I think another reason of why we love sports so much is when the puzzle pieces come together. And that definitely was a feel-good moment last night for the Grizz. Two more things for you, rather than we'll get you out of here. Number one, what was your impression of Sac State? To me, they looked distinctly different stylistically and personnel-wise than they have in quite some time under Brian Katz. Yeah, they are a little bit different. They rely on the three-point shot. That is something that is just totally off-kilter of what you'd normally think. They're a team usually that's among the tops in the nation for fewest three-pointers attempted. They've got a great player in William Fitzpatrick that uh, is playing about 38 minutes a game. He shoots eight threes a contest, too. So Sac State's identity is always going to be on the defensive end. And they're tough and gritty there. I think the Grizzlies really did surprise them. Big time. I mean, obviously the numbers prove that with their offense. And it'll be interesting to see tomorrow morning as the game tips off at 11 a.m. here in Sacramento how Coach Cass, the defensive wizard, will adjust against Coach Secure's three-guard lineup and the chess match that goes along there. But I think more than anything else for Sacramento 
State, it's their offense that is so different. I mean, they are really relying on Ethan Esposito, and he's a phenomenal player, the 24-12 and 12 last night. But it just seems to me that more guys are going to have to get involved for Sac State offensively, and they're going to need X amount of three-pointers per game to kind of stay in it because you're relying so much on that defense game in, game out, you really have that pressure offensively. Oh, and that's an interesting fold, too, is we, we evaluate coaches in this league, and I think the evaluation points are incredibly different in the Big Sky Conference, maybe as diametrically opposed as any other league in the country because you have such varying levels of tradition, resources, support, and all of that throughout the Big Sky. I think everybody knows that Montana has perhaps the best coach, and I, I would argue the best coach in the league in Travis Takir, but that's also the best job in the league. Weber State has a great coach, and Randy Ray, that's also a great job. And I think that the point I'm trying to emphasize here is that Brian Katz has made a lot of money uh, with lot, not a lot of resources at Sacramento State. And I think if you ask the coaches around the league who's the best in X's and O's in-game coach, Brian Katz wouldn't be far from the top of the list. I think he would get mentioned by most, if not all, of the coaches in the league. He has a ton of respect from his colleagues. He's been there uh, for more than a decade, probably 13, 14 years, and uh, he's done such a great job there, particularly defensively. So on that note, uh, you know Katz is going to have a new game plan and his team ready to go. What's it going to take for Montana to get a sweep with the Saturday action in Sacramento? I think you're still going to have to look at the turnover number, Coulter. I mean, if they continue to take care of the ball and get more shots than their opponents, the numbers stand out. I mean, they are shooting at an incredibly high percentage. They're shooting nearly 50% in conference play this year. So just a matter of getting the same number of shots up. And one more point on Cat, because I totally agree with you. I think he does the most with the least amount of resource, to be the best way to describe it. He's through and through a Sac State grad. I mean, the, the pride that he has in their program. An interesting note I thought was, a very fitting, of course, what's happening this weekend. And then next weekend, that we'll talk about on the show with all the Grizz Cat, Cat Grizz games coming up, is that Coach Katz and Coach DeCure and Coach Sprinkle, for that fact, are the only three Big Sky coaches coaching at their alma mater. And there are only 35 coaches in the country that are at their alma mater, too. So they're part of an exclusive list. And you have that pride there. He's a Sacramento native. And there is a lot of mutual respect. Um, around the league. So just on that note, I had to throw that in there about Cass because he is well-respected, does a lot. I mean, they have nine transfers on their roster this year, so kind of rebuilding their roster year in and year out. But for Montana, it's going to be that collective team. Effort. I know that's kind of cliche to say, but think about it in this form. You had great performances from Kyle Owens and, of course, Mac Anderson. But they won that game last night. Four points from Michael Stemmen, just two points from Josh Vasquez, and no DJ Carter Hollinger. So it seems to me now, as long as the team continues to buy in, that yeah, we, we need to have three or four guys on per night. And if it's not your night on Thursday, your number's going to be called again on Saturday. So it's just that team buy in. And if Montana does that, I really see them making a push here in the next couple of weeks. I agree with you. He's Riley Corcoran, voice of the Grizz, also co-host of Nuanas Now, Mondays and Tuesdays right here, 102.9 ESPN Missoula. Stay wide, SWX Montana Television. Riley, appreciate you taking the time, my man. Good luck on Saturday with the call. Travel safe, and we'll see you back here, right here on Monday. Sounds good, my man. Have a good weekend, and we'll talk to you at 4 o'clock Monday. Appreciate it. Riley Corcoran, voice of the Grizz, joining us, and uh, he will be here Monday and Tuesday for the foreseeable future. Sports are back. Silver Slipper has 55 TVs. You can watch all the action, whether it's NFL, college, or MMA, or you want to go watch that Grizz game on Saturday, they'll have it for you. Silver Slipper always has all your favorite sporting events on. They also have drink specials every day, 20 Kino machines, a liquor store, and Tarantino's Pizza. There's nowhere else you should be watching your favorite teams at the Silver Slipper. It's all about great food, tasty drinks, 
and the urge to have a good time. Stop by today and see why the Silver Slipper is one of Montana's best-kept secrets across the street from Walmart on Brooks. Check them out on Facebook for their daily drink specials and up-to-date info. Chick who doesn't know sports, all things Tiger Woods. Next. Coulter, obviously, if people are traveling, you got to have them stay somewhere else, not with you. That's true even when COVID isn't going on, and especially now. So you send them out to the Wingate. We know that. That's obvious. What you might not know is about all the meeting space they have out there, convention space, and even personal office space, because God knows I can't stand being with you any much longer. I'm going out there. I'm going to lock up my own personal office at the Wingate. You can do the same thing. If you need a business space, whether it's for yourself personally or you're just tired of doing Zoom meetings, you just want to see other humans, but you want to be socially distanced, the Wingate has great business meeting rooms. You can space out. They have all the hookups and technology you're going to need for any sort of meeting or presentation. Or if you're like Ryan and you just want to have a place where you can work in peace and quiet, the Wingate Inn also a great option for those that live and work around Western Montana and the city of Missoula. If you have anybody coming through town or you want to get your kids out of the house, Wingate also has awesome rooms, great business rates. The pool is back open. They've done a great job of making sure that's going be safe for you and your family. The Wingate Inn, located in Missoula, it's an excellent option for business travelers, local business people, or anybody coming through the city of Missoula. Let the Wingate Inn make you feel at home even when you're not. Special January promo going on by the Wingate by Wyndham right now as well. If you stay two nights in January of 2021, you get a free growler and a fill card for Big Sky Brewing. Big Sky Brewing just right across the way from the Wingate. So if you book, all you got to do is book through the hotel directly. Google Wingate by Wyndham in Missoula, limited to one free beaker per customer, but stay two nights, January 2021, free growler and fill card from Big Sky Brewing, and tell them Nuanas Now sent you. Nuwana is now one-stop shop for all things sports around the Treasure State every single weekday, 4 to 6, right here, 1029 ESPN Missoula Statewide, SWX Montana Television. If you want to listen in live, it's easy. Go to 1029ESPN.com, click on the Listen Live tab, the Listen Live tab, and the stream that you'll find there, presented by Opportunity Bank, your local bank, your opportunity. If you want to give us a call, 361-3688. All guests join us via the Rangich Brothers RV phone line. Hello, everybody. It's Friday, and you know what that means. It means it's time for your, I don't know, it's got to be in like the top seven segments we have on this show at this point. Wow. Carolyn hopes it's your favorite. It's my favorite. It's the chick who doesn't know sports with our good friend, Carolyn. Carolyn, how are you? Are you happy it's Friday? TGIF, baby. (laughs) Are you going skiing this weekend? Of course. We got like a quarter of an inch. I'm going skiing for the first time in over a year. Where are you you, going? If you know me, you know that that is an outrageous statement. You would actually think that maybe I need help or counseling or something because I used to ski probably 50 times a year for pretty much my entire life. And, uh... Last year, I tried. I decided I was going to load it all up and do all my skiing in the spring after basketball was over. 
And then basketball and the world ended right with COVID. Yeah. And so no skiing for me. Well, bring your rock skis wherever you go. You think so? Yeah. Oh, I don't know where I'm you're going. I'm going up Lookout. Oh, I've heard they've got good snow. They got a lot of coverage. It's never. Yeah. It's not that steep up there, but that's okay. Our good friend Liz, who runs all of our lives around here at Missoula Broadcasting Company, she got herself a free lesson up there. Oh, good. And she doesn't want to drive. It's a bad pass, whatever. So I'm going to take her up there. And, you're a uh, good friend. Have some fun. So well, you're going great. where? Discovery? Disco. Don't you have some sort of public service announcement for I do. Us? I was going to save it for the end, but since we this, well, is, this is a great is, segue. This is Nuana's now. We do whatever we want. We're I know, talking mentions and reads all the time. Well, and this is a great segue. So the Discovery Ski Education Foundation is holding a raffle. Um, raffle tickets are $20. First prize is Nordica. Oh, God, I can't read my own handwriting. Sounds right. Nordica Santa something skis. Anyway, first really prize nice are skis. skis. Sure. Really nice skis. Yeah. Second Sound prize, European. Yeah, sure. Second prize is a five-pack pass to Disco. Um, the drawing is on February 27th, and all the proceeds go to the Ski Foundation, the Ski Education Foundation, which is amazing up at Discovery. Um, my kids do it, and countless other kids do it, and it is such a great program. I highly recommend it. And if you are interested in buying raffle tickets, shoot me an email, carolyn at missoulabroadcasting.com. And um, I will hook you up with a raffle ticket, $20. I'm not sure if I mentioned that, but well worth it. So there's my plug for the day. I love it. Now we got that out of the way. What else you got? Well, I have some shocking news. <laughs> okay. My favorite is when you bring news to the table that's not news because people already know it. This is shocking personal news. Okay. Oh, okay. I hope this is not bad. I am rooting for the Packers this weekend. Okay. That's a good thing. 100% because I hate Tom Brady with ever every fiber of my being, <laughs> and I cannot so see another Super Bowl with him. Why is it that you hate Tom I don't so know. Much? I have no reason. I you, just, you just hate don't him. like his smugness. You don't like the swell cleft in his chin. You don't like his hair. I hate you don't his like face. Anti aging. I hate his diet. I hate his <laughs> wife. I hate everything about him. I think I hate that he's so popular. I want him to retire. And um, yeah, I just I don't know what it is. I wish I could explain it, but this Chicago girl is rooting for the Packers and. My friends and family back home are pretty mad at me. Tell me one player on the Chicago Bears. <laughs> there you go. Tell me one player on the Green Bay Packers. Brett Favre. <laughs> oh, that guy whose brother you're, was on The Bachelor. You're going to get fired. Um, I'm the chick who doesn't know sports. The only thing, not from me. Oh. I'm talking about from our boss. If oh, you don't know right. who Aaron Rodgers is, our boss, I mean, okay, so here's the thing. Our boss... I don't think she minds me saying her name on the air if it's uh Rebecca. If it's a uh Packers segment, Rebecca, she if you go in her office, it's the Packers Hall of Fame. She has Yeah, it's horrible. She has everything. Paintings of Lambo. She has a painting of the famous sweep with all the great offensive linemen from the Vince Lombardi days. She's got Brett Favre lampshades. She's got Brett Favre helmet that's signed. This is like real over-the-top Packers fandom. So I She's think, from Wisconsin. Oh, totally. I'm just so. All I'm saying is it's good job security route for the Packers. Oh, you're okay right, working right, right, right. for the Packers. And Aaron Rodgers, by the way, is the man you're referring to. I know, His I, brother was on The Bachelor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Anyway, so <laughs> I'll be rooting for them. If Tom Brady is in another Super Bowl, so help me, <laughs> I, my, I will blow a gasket. 
14th championship game for Tom Brady. He's gunning for his uh, 10th Super Bowl appearance. So stupid. He is uh, nauseating. He's annoying. He is smug, and uh, he lacks any sort of true uh, human spirit, it appears to me. But you can't hate on him for the longevity. It's an ama- It's one of the most amazing runs in the history of professional sports. I mean, whatever. the guy hasn't even taken a step back. He looks like it's 2009 still, and he's 43 years old. Yeah, well, I don't care. <laughs> okay, well... <laughs> I got, I got, uh, I got a substantial amount of money on the Packers, so I'm with you. Go right. back. Okay, all right. Next up, I watched the Tiger Woods documentary. Did you, you did. watch it? You did both, both parts. Both parts. Okay, so here's where I'm at. I am so obsessed with Tiger Woods and the phenomenon of Tiger Woods and my feelings about Tiger Woods that this thing's only been out for two weeks and I've already watched it twice and I'm going to watch it again on Sunday. Whoa! Yeah, you need a life. You know me. I don't even watch TV. This is like completely outside of what I usually do. I am so obsessed with it that I already ordered the book that this is based off of. I'm going to read the book too. I, I can't get over my uh, the dichotomy of my feelings. At the same time, Tiger Woods is absolutely my favorite athlete of all time to watch perform, and I also hate him. Well, I'm going <laughs> to. Do I'm you gonna know get, what I mean? Yeah. Like he's a terrible person. Well, let's pump the brakes on that. So this is why it's fascinating because the, he was he was made not necessarily he's a robot into this exactly yes. he he it's he's he's like a he's like a child star that it went awry for yeah so this this documentary is great although it it's had, phenomenal the it, editing is so good his dad's speech that they use throughout it is just haunting it's it's. The whole thing is chilling. I can't. I can't imagine what Tiger thinks of it. He well, must hate it, right? I don't know. It totally changed my mind about him because after the whole cheating scandal and Elon, you know, um, bashing his car in with a golf club, which I was like, "Yeah, girl." Um, so my roommate had never really. He he knew that Tiger was married. He'd never really seen Elon Norgren, and he was like, "Wait a minute." Right. What? Right. What are you doing, dude? I mean, she's gorgeous. You know, you ain't getting better than that. No. In any form or fashion. So, okay. So when that all went down, I remember um, I had just had Nick and we were living in Colorado and my father-in-law was visiting and we were like, oh my gosh, this happened. We thought she was this person. She, we thought he drove and got an accident. She was saving him. And then all, and then every day it was like, Oh my God, another woman came forward. Another woman came forward. So I hated him. I was so angry with him. And then a couple years later, he got that DUI or driving under the influence or whatever it was. And I was like, this guy is a total loser, but man, the, the, the most revelatory part of this whole thing is the DUI footage, though. That footage broke my heart. I mean, my God. And that's I, a person that's completely beyond. He needs yes. help big time. Like, he didn't I mean, even the know. The mugshot. I mean, he didn't even know what he thought it was in time California. zone he was yeah. in. It was so. In leading up to that, the surgeries, the back surgery, the talking about the pain he had been in, they said at one point his back was in so much pain that he had to have his daughter call for help because he couldn't get up off the floor. And I had no idea about that. I just thought he was a rich jerk who just went, you know, just got addicted to pills. So I really hated him for many years until this documentary. It completely changed my mind. And to watch him as a kid with his little crackly, like, you know, puberty voice and then like grow into this man. I don't know. It was, it was amazing. Now 
I haven't watched that much golf since I watched Happy Gilmore. <laughs> so it was kind of fun to see his comeback when everyone was just like, you know, so excited. Oh, I think man. it was 2019 yeah, when he won Masters. The Masters. Yeah, yeah. He, won, he won the Masters and in I was, yep. It really gave me goosebumps, like hearing all those people cheering him on, now knowing what had happened at and, the and time. And the moment that he had with his son as he was walking off the course, that was like a replication of the moment that he had with his dad 22 or 23 years earlier. I mean, it's, it's spectacular. It's, it's good, as good as it gets. So now I'm wondering with his son, because his son's been playing and playing really well, what kind of changes he's going to have as a father because his dad made him Tiger Woods. and right. it, it'll, For better or worse. Right. Mostly, I don't know. I mean, it was also interesting to see his dad had all these demons mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm, he mm-hmm, had all these mm-hmm, demons mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I actually like Tiger Woods now. I, I thought it, it is so thought-provoking across the board because on one hand, his dad proclaims that his son is basically preordained for world greatness and says this, this young man is going to change the world in ways that no one, including Jesus Christ and Mahatma Gandhi and, and Martin Luther King and all these pr- prominent, unbelievably unforgettable names ever has. What pressure to put on a kid. And it's hard to say that Tiger Woods changed the world on the same scope as someone that's like a prophet like that. Yeah, I would say no. But <laughs> but he changed the world on a much broader scale in some ways. Yes, that's true. I mean, Playing he, at courses that he would never have been able to play to at or others. To truly be globally famous, is, it's a phenomenon that's only really existed since the early 80s. Yeah. You could be globally famous posthumously, like like Christ was, or like you know a lot of writers or things like that. But while you're alive, to be famous like that on a global scale while you're alive, very few people have ever experienced it. Michael Jackson. Carolyn I mean, Buckta. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> there's, there's very few that have experienced the yeah. level of fame. Michael Jackson, Michael Jordan, Tiger Woods, they're kind of in a company all their own. Yeah. For Tiger to be able to do that at such a young age, but to also the way he carried himself, expect it, it almost makes you believe, Earl, that he was preordained. Yeah. This kid has an unbelievable gift. I mean, my nephew is four years old. I think it's so sweet that he can, like, shoot baskets. Tiger Woods is hitting it onto the green like a grown man with yeah. a pitching wedge when he's two. Most kids can hardly even walk when they're two. He's, like, stroking yeah, 130 Yeah, I feel like a failure wedge. as a mother. I mean, I don't think you do. I think that this kid has such an unbelievable level of natural, natural talent, talent. It's yeah. not even possible. But then the other part that's so fascinating to me, and I've thought about this throughout my whole life with – when it comes to parenting and the difference between nature and nurture, genetics, what's passed along. Because it seems so often, no matter how hard you try with your kids, no matter what sort of new environment you give them, it's almost inevitable that they will repeat your sins. Uh-oh. And that's what's so crazy. Yeah. It's like you can give them the world and they're still at least at the very least going to be magnetized, magnetized towards your same demons. Right. And I thought that part was fascinating that... The, the two parts I didn't really know about before this, and I've, I've been studying and obsessing over Tiger Woods since I was a kid, but were the the part about his dad's personal life mm-hmm. and the example and poor example that he set for Tiger and how that influenced him. And also how mad Tiger got at him, but then followed in those footsteps. It. Exactly. Yeah. That like, was interesting to and me. You, and you wonder if Earl wouldn't have died when Tiger was such a young man if he wouldn't have repeated it because it's almost as if he wanted to... He wanted to become his father to help his father live on, even if he hated those Maybe. discretions, That's deep. right? Wow. But 
Um, the other part, and then I, the other part that was just so surprising is I agree with you. I had no idea the depths of his drug addiction. I yeah. mean, my gosh, he, he's obviously had huge issues. Yeah. I mean, when they said the toxicology reports, like, I can't believe you'd even take those six medications at and once not and not die. Yeah. Well, it was interesting though, when they, well, first he's played through the masters in 2000, I forgot 2009 with the broken knee. Was that the masters? That um, he, he won the U S open at Torrey pine in 2008 with the broken leg. Yes. Yeah. The U S so they, you see him, they show that footage of him taking the swing and you can like hear it. Ugh, oh, so bad. And then I forgot which tournament it was where he, it was his back, I think. And he just fell to his knees. And I was like, wow, that like now knowing what we know about opioids and addiction and all those things, it's just interesting. I would highly recommend it. It's on HBO max. Yep. And it's, it's really good. Really good. Chicken doesn't know sports. Nuana is now 1029 ESPN Missoula statewide. SWX Montana television coming to you every Friday with all the things you need to know about sports, even though Carol doesn't think she knows. This is great. This is very pertinent topics. What else you got? Well, the Tokyo Olympics. There have been rumors that they're canceling oh my gosh. them. Well, of course they are. How are we going to have the Olympics in the most populous city on the planet with they're going the pandemic? To, they're claiming that nothing has been canceled yet and there will be games without fans beginning July 23rd. You've been in New York City? Yes. Consider that Tokyo has five times as many people as New York City. I'm not saying I believe them. I'm just telling you the news, okay? It, like, makes me sweat thinking about that there's 40 million people in a city. I don't think it'll happen. Um, although, if everyone, if I guess if the athletes all were vaccinated, maybe. I don't know. Anyway, I'm just reporting what I read. Uh, Lamar Odom it has signed up to do the celebrity boxing. He's working out with Xavier Biggs to get ready. Um... I another tragic tale. Right. Uh, he is another one. I'm hoping I'm really um into the comebacks right now. So tell me this. This is this is interesting and, and we sort of divert here, but it seems as if you have a certain level of empathy now because you realize how Tiger Woods was raised in a level of fame and spotlight that he was put under when he was a young man, right? Yeah. One thing I think that we miss as a society is giving leeway to Young men, or young women too, but particularly young men that grow up in um, really disenfranchised areas, perhaps without male figures in their lives at all, mm-hmm. and we don't give them the same grace. Like we say, Tiger Woods was made like that by his dad, so he has an excuse. Well, like Lamar Odom didn't even have a dad, right. and Lamar Odom didn't have anybody to help him except for Jim Herrick, his college coach. And Lamar Odom was in the NBA making millions of dollars when he was a teenager. And, I mean, there's there's the great story of how Lamar Odom didn't even get his driver's license until he was in his late 20s because he was just so scared. He'd grown up in Long Island. He'd always just ridden the subway. When he got his first paycheck, he's like, dude, I'm buying a car. I'm having someone drive me because I don't know how to drive it. I don't want to drive. And so I just think that there's a similar level of um, rest of the development is probably the wrong word. But, I mean, they don't, I mean, a lot of people don't know any. You can have a bad influence or you can have right. no influence. And I think it still, it, it keeps you immature in certain ways yeah. that are beyond your control. And he's had a lot of tragedy in his life too. So. Absolutely. Um, I, oh, I actually always felt for him because not only he's had a lot of tragedy, but then he married into the Kardashian family. And I just don't think anyone can be prepared for that nonsense. I mean, my goodness. Right. Yeah. So. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I've said it on the show before, but. 
one of the great phenomenons, and I know we were, we've been bashing on James Harden around here for a while, but the fact that James Harden dated a Kardashian and then broke up with a Kardashian and won the MVP the next year is not a coincidence. 100%. It's not a coincidence. James Harden, like he talked about it. He said, the two years of my life were, I'm just getting followed around by all these people. I'm like, what do you want from me? Get away from me. Yeah. Um, well, I'm hoping Lamar Odom can have a nice comeback. I think he's he's struggled a lot, but you know. Lamar Odom needs to call Mike Tyson. Because Lamar Odom needs to not go down the road of exploiting himself. Right. Just to stay in just the to make limelight some money. or to make, stay, make some money. Yeah. Mike Tyson's turned the corner in that element. Now Mike Tyson has come full circle and finally returned to not exploiting himself, but doing what he loves to make a paycheck rather than, I mean, he had that whole thing where he was clowning on himself in Vegas and it's just, it's sad. Yeah. But now Mike Tyson's doing what he should do. Mike fight. Tyson, another one, another comeback. I think I'm into the comebacks. Well, here's the thing is you find me the person that becomes that, that transcendent type of famous, most famous you can possibly be that doesn't fall apart. Right. Think of all the people from your generation, from the eighties. Well, that was the thing going back to this doc. You meant documentary, sorry, was they were saying that people like, it was really sad. They were showing how many people made fun of this whole scene, this whole scenario, and how they were really, people like to see people fall from grace. For sure. And that's what we do. We build you up and we tear you down. It really bummed me out. So, so what you want to know why I think LeBron James is one of the great figures in the history of this country, beset, not just sports, mm-hmm. because why? he's reached the highest of heights. He's been trying to be, we've been trying to tear him down the whole time. He's, he's never faltered, ever. Love him. He seriously, he is the one example of the child star who has not fallen apart. But think of all the people from yeah. your generation. Yeah. Whitney Houston, Ugh. Prince, Eddie Ugh. Murphy, Michael yeah. Jackson, Princess Diana, all these people that... Well, re- Princess Diana, that wasn't her fault. No, I know, but that's what happens when you reach a level of <laughs> right. insane Tragedy. Fame. You're going to fall apart. Something's going to happen that's not good. There's only one person I'd like to see fall from grace. Tom Brady. Yes. The thing that's so funny is as famous as Tom Brady is in American circles, Tom Brady is not that famous on a global scale. Tom Brady is only known on a global scale as Giselle Bündchen's husband. True. I because hate her too. Because people around the world don't care about the NFL. Right. That's the difference that's between football and football. Right. Everybody on the planet cares about soccer. Nobody cares about football except for people in America. That's true. Um anyway, so look out for Lamar Odom. I guess that's going to happen this summer and let's root for him. Um last thing very exciting news. Tops, you know, the baseball card company. Um, this week through uh, the 28th of January, they will. O- this was the only time you can get this card. And it is going to be big time. Are you ready? I'm so ready. It is Bernie Sanders at the inauguration card. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I am such a dum-dum when it comes to this kind of stuff. I've seen the picture have you seen all the memes? I don't get it, though. It's just funny. We're just laughing. So Bernie Sanders was at the inauguration. He was at the inauguration, all bundled sitting up, outside. sitting, and they were all separate, you know, because obviously separated. Was, yes. you know, and obviously. it's just funny. <laughs> it's just so, we're not even going to go there. We're not even going to It's go just there. a funny, funny meme. There's so many memes going around. I have I have one of him on a chairlift going with a snowboard attached to his foot. I mean, they are so funny. So Tops is going to... Um, Go ahead and make a card of it. It's 10 bucks. It could be worth money someday. So I just wanted everyone to know. I think I'm going to buy one. And you can only get it through January 28th. Carolyn, this is your best one ever. Really? Keep on bringing Tiger Woods. Let's analyze the dichotomy between father and son forever. It's one of the most fascinating things I can think of. 
True dat. Have a great weekend. I will. Tell you them too. the Discovery thing one more time. Quickly. All right. Discovery, Discovery Ski raffle Foundation. tickets for the Discovery Ski Education Foundation. 20 bucks for a raffle ticket. You great. can win a pair of skis or you could win a f- uh, five pack pass to disco. Sweet. Um, the drawing's out on February 27th. And if you want to buy a raffle ticket, shoot me an email, Carolyn at MissoulaBroadcasting.com. Just 20 a piece. 20 bucks a piece. I just, I, I'm good. We'll put it on our Facebook too so you can get the. Uh, all the information. Carolyn? Oh, wait. And what? I'm also on Twitter now. Oh, what's your handle again? Chick you, you ESPN 1029. Go to ESPN. Go to at 1029 ESPN and I will retweet her account so you can follow. And uh, sure to be some hilarious Twitter content as well. It's been the Chick Who Doesn't Know Sports. A really good one this week. It's brought to us by the Iron Grizz American Bistro. If you give us a call right now, 361-3688. That's 361-3688. Number two caller. Got something sweet for you. It's the Iron Grizz Boil. You checked this out the other oh, week. Oh, yeah. Super good. It was awesome. It's uh, You're going to get the Iron Grizz Boil as well as two Kettle House beers. Got a gift certificate for you, number two caller, 361-3688. The Iron Grizz American Bistro located at the University of Montana Golf Course. Go check out the Iron Grizz American Bistro today. Can't believe I let Carolyn get Twitter. On a more wholesome note, student of the week next this Nuana is now 1029 ESPN Missoula. Blackfoot Communications is actively supporting the communities we serve across Montana and Idaho. We are installing hundreds of miles of fiber in our service territories, increasing the broadband experience in our rural communities. We are delivering remote workforce solutions for our business communities. We are creating new, innovative solutions for our local entrepreneurs and enterprise organizations. Learn how your company can benefit. Call today at 541-5000 or go to blackfootbusiness.com. Blackfoot Communications. Connect to more. Sunrise, there's a fire in the sky. Never been so happy, never felt so high. And I think I might have found me my own kind of paradise. Sometimes I wish I was in the sun. Most of the time, not so much. All it does is make me melt. It is Nuanas Now, 1029 ESPN, Missoula Statewide, SWX Montana Television. I'm quite literally the hottest person you've ever met, and I just, I challenge you. If you think that you're on my level, you're not. I sleep with the window wide open straight year-round. doesn't matter if it's negative 20. Window open, fan on my face, ceiling fan on in my room, no blankets. Just thin, one thin one, one thin little one. That's it. That's all I need. It's time now for our Mattress Firm Student of the Week. We had one yesterday as well. I'm, I'm doing a little catch-up. Uh, I was off for two weeks to end 2020. Uh, basically get, got told, uh, use it or lose it, get out of here. And uh, I hadn't got anywhere because uh, where do you go in 2020? Uh, not very many places. But uh, see the light at the end of the tunnel. Hopefully we're getting there. But heard from Christine Funk from Shoto High School yesterday. Here's Ryan Dolan. She's a young lady from Billings West. A junior on the basketball team, and also doing great things, giving back to her, her community, Ryan Dolan. Well, it is time now for the first in 2021, but a long-standing tradition here on 1029 ESPN Missoula, as well as statewide on SWX Montana Television. It's time for our Mattress Firm Student of the Week. We go to the Rangish Brothers RV phone line to welcome in our Mattress Firm Student of the Week, Ryan Dolan. She's a junior at Billings West High School. Ryan, thanks for, ta- for taking some time for us. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Very well. 
First of all, let's talk about the basketball angle of this. Billings West, the co-state champions a year ago. I know it was kind of tough to see uh, the way that it all ended with not getting to actually play the state championship game. But now coming into this year, do you guys think you had some momentum coming out of last year, the fact that you did have a good season? And how has that translated so far early on in the season for you? I definitely think being co-state champions, it totally gave us momentum going into this year because we want to just be in the state championship again and hopefully we're, we'll be able to play it and win it. And we have a lot of new people on our team. We have a lot of freshmen on our team and they're really good and we're all just, we all click really well this year. Have you played with a lot of the girls on the team for a long time? I know that's kind of a thing in Montana. Sometimes you grow up and you play with each other for a long time. So is that the case with this team? Yeah, we've been playing with each other for a really long time. And even though like we've been on different teams sometimes, we've still just played against each other and just been playing with each other for a while. So, yeah, we've been together for a long time, even since we were in grade school. 3-0 and start, if I'm not mistaken, right? So what's been the key to your early success so far this year? I think we're just really good. We run the ball really well. We, when we have really good defense, we've been working a lot on that at practice. A lot of our key uh, players, too. We just uh, work really hard at practice, and I think we run the ball really well, too. We just push it up and go fast, too, because we're a fast team. Ryan Dolan joining us. She's a junior at Billings West High School and our Mattress Firm Student of the Week. First one for the year of 2021, even though she actually got this award for a lot of the work that she did during the holiday season. So, Ryan, let's talk about that. I know that you and your teammates, traditionally Billings West Girls Basketball has always done a great thing where you take some teddy bears to the St. Vincent Hospital and donate them to some of the kids that maybe aren't getting to spend the holidays at home. But COVID this year obviously has impeded so many different things. But you guys were still able to give back to the community a little bit and make some of the people at the hospital feel at least some holiday joy. So tell tell the folks about it. What sort of things did you guys do over the Christmas holiday? Yeah, so my team and I, we decided that it would be a really good idea to go to the nursing home, our local nursing home, St. John's. And we just thought that bringing Christmas cards and we would tape it to their windows because obviously because of COVID, we couldn't go out and talk to them personally, but it was really cute. They'd open their windows and we just talked to them and we just posted the Christmas cards that said Merry Christmas on it and we all made up together. And uh, we just thought that it would brighten their holiday up a little bit since they couldn't go and see their families. That probably made you feel pretty good too, right? Yes, it definitely made us feel good. And it was a Christmas we probably won't forget, especially. We also, we were contact traced before that. So it was like kind of our first time that we got to do something as a team too. That part's got to be tough, right? When you get contact tracing and then all of a sudden you can't even be around your teammates. So, I mean, how do you get through that from a mental perspective? How do you kind of stay positive? We texted each other a lot too. And we just, we just, we wanted to just focus on, I mean, at least we've got to have a season and we kind of, we were prepared for something like this to happen, getting contact traced and we just all kept in touch on our phones and technology. But yeah, it was hard on us. But once we got back into practice, we all were just mentally prepared that we needed to work just 10 times harder. Well, it is a crazy time to be an athlete at any level. But last question on, on giving back and doing that kind gift that you guys did for the nursing home. I mean, did, did you learn anything from that or I mean, what would it mean to you? It must have been pretty cool to, to know that you maybe did brighten somebody's holiday spirit. Yeah, I think we took a lot of it away that we probably just shouldn't take some things for granted. Like, yeah, it's tough with COVID and even with basketball, it's, sometimes it can be hard wearing a mask. But then I think we all just have to realize that there's a lot of other people that can't even see their families. Like at least 
We can go to school still. We can go out and see our families, but people in the nursing homes, they can't even leave. So I think we're really fortunate. Ryan Dolan joining us. She is the Mattress Firm Student of the Week, junior at Billings West High School. And Ryan, last thing for you, what, what's next on the basketball front? You're off to this great start as a team. What wins your next game, and, and uh, what, what what are you looking forward to here as the season progresses? So this week we play tomorrow. We play Belgrade, and then Saturday we play Senior. So we're just hoping we get five and zero this weekend, and we just come out and we win. Crosstown action is always an exciting one. So you guys must be pretty excited yes. to play across town, right? Yes, we're really excited. Ryan Dolan, our Mattress Firm Student of the Week. Thanks so much for joining us, and uh, keep that great spirit going. That's wonderful that you guys were able to do that very kind act, and uh, you should be very proud of yourselves. But thanks so much for joining us, and congratulations again. Thank you so much. Mattress Firm backslash students. That's how you're going to go nominate your Student of the Week. All the entries, once a week throughout the entire academic year, they go into a pool. There's a giant contest at the end of the year for... The Mattress Firm Student of the Year. It's a $3,000 scholarship. Super cool. All right, one of the books, Hour 2, coming up on the other side. Brooks Nuana is going to join us to talk some NFL. Kyle Samples here. I got a bunch of questions for him about various things in the American sporting world, American sporting landscape. And, of course, we're going to give you some NFL picks to get you ready for your weekend. It is Nuana's now, 1029 ESPN, Missoula Statewide, SWX Montana Television. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org. 